Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading The Mystical Temple of God by St. Stanislaus of Jesus and Mary Papchinsky from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with Chapter 6, Part 1, pages 592 through 594. Chapter 6, The Victim of the Mystical Temple, Part 1. By victim, we wish here to be understood mortification, both interior and exterior, in such a way that it is sacrificed by the love, the priest, and we wish everything else in the mystical temple to look entirely to him. For whatever is done without him in the temple is entirely illegitimate and deceptive. Inner mortification, then, if I may use the common and familiar term, consists in the restraint of our will, judgment, and imagination. The will is directed best and in the most holy manner when it is led to embrace those things that are conformed to the divine will, whether they are written down or inspired, and not at variance with the laws of God, nature, and the church such as are proper to each one's state of life. We say that the rule of the divine will is inspired when it originates from a heavenly spirit or an upright and learned man, such as our confessor, confessors, the spiritual fathers, and devout men, or from some holy discourses that have been heard or read for countless people are saved and become very holy when they obey this rule. Thus the angel, by his mission, gently and very graciously led the Most Holy Virgin to give her consent to the divine incarnation. Thus Teresa made remarkable spiritual progress and accomplished admirable things thanks to the advice of devout and learned men. So also the most wise and holy father, Augustine, was converted to the orthodox faith and holiness of morals by Ambrose's sermons and just one sentence from a letter of St. Paul. Thus, when Anthony the Great heard the words of the Lord, if you wish to be perfect, go and sell all that you have and give it to the poor. That's from Matthew chapter 19, verse 21. These words turned him into a poor hermit and a true follower of Christ. So when John Colombini was relieving his impatient hunger with spiritual food, that is, by reading the life of St. Mary, named from Egypt, he was himself converted. Therefore, a Christian should continually be watching closely for such inspirations and putting them firmly into practice. I would, however, advise that he does it with the approval of prudent men, even though the saints I have mentioned made no use of such, for neither that famous sinner Mary consulted anyone as to what she should do when she was stirred internally to make her way immediately, directly to the wilderness, to cleanse and amend the stains of her youth, nor others, too, seized by the same spirit, asked anyone 
whether they should reform themselves, the spirit which draws us back from vice to virtue, from evil to good, from sin to penitence, does not need to be examined, for hellish powers never are wont to advise such things. The man whom eternal wisdom teaches, and at the same time moves to action, does not wait for an advisor. The victim which will be offered as a sacrifice in our mystical temple will be mortification, a dying to self and to our own will. As Jesus says, whoever wishes to come after me must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. St. Stanislaus here in this chapter speaks about interior and exterior mortifications. There are many ways of dying to ourselves and to our own wills. He describes at the beginning interior mortifications as restraining our will, our judgment, and our imagination. We would like to give free reign to all of these things, like a king or a queen, but we can't do whatever we want. The limits that we place on ourselves will help us to do Christ's will, and that is the aim of the spiritual life, to do the will of Christ. It is very helpful to follow the advice of a confessor or a spiritual director. Saint Stanislaus here gives the example of some saints who died to themselves and allowed themselves to be led by the guidance of a director or the Holy Scriptures. Saint Faustina prayed to find a good spiritual director because the Lord was leading her in mystical ways and she was lost without a good director. We should also pray and try to get to confession regularly because the Lord wishes to lead us in the spiritual life and we need assistance. So let's open our hearts to the ways that he wishes to lead us. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you. I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you. And God bless you.